0: Alrighty, welcome to Musical Osmosis, where intelligent dissonant thought meets melodic phonious reality. I am your musically magnanimous host, Nick the Saucy One Cat Source, and this week I am broadcasting live from New York. Yay! No Odell Norman with us this week, he is in b Baltimore Charm City moving, so best wishes to Odell, he'll be back in our next couple episodes, Aww. but I do have... My beautiful, lovely producer, that makes me sound oh-so-magical, the beans to my cornbread. be the producer.
1: Oh my God, I'm gonna die. Yes. Um, just in case there's one listener out there who doesn't know, Beans and Cornbread is a really good pickup line on Cupid. I'm just saying, it worked.
0: Ten years later, going <laughs> strong. All right, we're doing a special musical osmosis tonight with the cast from Katie McKell's The Circle of Eyes. We're going to go around the room here and let everybody introduce themselves, starting with Katie. Hi. Please, introduce yourself, <laughs> tell us, well, you're the director, so you don't have to tell us your part, but give yep. us a just a brief Reader's Digest biopic of who you are.
2: Reader's Digest biopic of who I am. Hi, I'm Katie McKell, and I wrote this play called The Circle of Eyes. And it's a musical, and it's a futuristic fantasy fiction, whimsical fairy tale about a little robot who has a soul, and she was reincarnated from a past life. In that past life, she was a little girl who was blind, and she dreamed of being a piano player. And in this futuristic world, parents hire robots to be nannies for their kids. And one of these robo-nannies is a little bit broken because she has a soul and she can feel, and she um, enters this home in this futuristic society that is against art, and music, and creating. And she transforms this family and brings music and magic into their lives, and that is the brief description of this musical. Um, And it opens tomorrow night at the Hudson Guild Theater in New York. Um, And we have three shows. Tomorrow, Thursday, the 13th, and Friday, the 14th, and Sunday at 8.30 at Hudson <laughs> All
0: right, so tell the listeners a little bit about you. You're a contortionist, a musician,
2: and now a director. Yeah, uh, I grew up doing theater, mostly musical theater, like from age three. And I was always singing and dancing. Um, and I did have a career as a professional dancer and contortionist for many years. Um, but that's not really my passion. My passion is live theater and creating. That's what I'm doing now. And it's great. My favorite thing about theater is um, the feeling of a family and the feeling like I'm working with a team of artists. That's why I love theater. And that inspires me. And it's the best feeling in the world. It feels like I, I have a family and everybody inspires me.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I noticed being a part of this production, this being my first theater production, is how bizarre it was for me to come into this and now you all are like my little musical family the dynamic of it is just something it's so supportive i was just telling my daughter today i was like yeah it's like if i make a mistake here everybody's real quick to help out and my punk rock days when i made a mistake someone threw a fucking bottle at my <laughs> <laughs> <like, "You> <laughs> <laughs> head <laughs> <so supportive.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> let me ask you this as you're watching everything unfold especially this being the last rehearsal um, in an actual rehearsal space before the big opening tomorrow, yeah. what's it been like to watch your vision come to life?
2: Um, I don't really have the words for that feeling, <laughs> but I honestly feel like I'm still in a dream and I'm just gonna wake up and it was all a big fantasy dream that happens and it doesn't really, it hasn't really hit me yet because I'm trying to play director and keep everything organized, and make sure everything's right and where it needs to be. Um, So I know it's going to hit me tomorrow when I see everybody under the lights in their costume and makeup. Um, It's going to be like, oh, this is real. So right now, I mean, it's amazing, but I'm trying to keep it all together.
0: (laughs) So are you somebody much like myself? I'm always so focused on the project that I can't live in the moment, and then I go back and watch it or listen to it, and I'm like, Ah, yeah, I've been trying to,
2: to film little bits of rehearsal and then at night I go back and watch it, and that's when I like get teary-eyed, and I'm like, oh, that's
0: amazing, yeah. Right on. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Please introduce yourself, and your part in the play.
3: I'm you know a part in the play. I'm Simon, also known on. as Robert S. Liam. <laughs> um, I produced all the music, and uh, I'm running sound right shows. On. And how many different productions have you worked? How many different productions? Yeah, for for theater. Yeah, this is my absolute first one. Oh, oh, awesome! I can ask you how this compares. The only reason why I'm doing it is because of Katie being my best friend, and we kind of this whole story kind of started from our story, you know. So we've worked together um, as artists, musicians for many years. Um, so she kind of dragged me, pulled me into the theater world. Yeah. So here I am. I it's very exciting.
0: And any kind of, like, budding heads or conflicts, or is this just oh, all yeah. going, like, on? oh, well,
3: we've been doing this for years. <laughs> that so was kind of fast. I'm <laughs> just saying. Yeah, we've had oh, lots of Oh, heads. we just
2: had one like, two days ago. I really? out of the room. <laughs> yeah, well, we're
3: very, you know, we're artists and, yeah. you know, a little bit crazy.
0: He's a so. like
2: perfectionist, and which I love about him, um, and, so, and so am I. I. We're both very stubborn about our, what we want.
3: Right. well I won't go too down the National Fire It's been a very passionate project and we've been working on it for so long. So, you know, there's just a lot of emotion in, in what's been developed and where this all comes from and just how it, everything's unfolding. It's just been a long road. It's just been a really incredible experience. And there's been there's the ups and downs and some, some, some rocks in there, but for the most part it's has absolutely incredible. Right on. It's all right. Really Let's meet the star. Yeah.
0: I'm
4: Hannah Card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am playing Willow, the, the robot girl with a soul. Um, yeah, I found this part on backstage as I am a struggling actress in New York. Um, and Katie Skype interviewed me in and cast me the next day. And that was like months ago. And it's so exciting to finally be uh, putting it all up on its feet.
0: Let's talk about the casting. Casting through Skype seems yeah. like it could be <laughs> a shaky endeavor. Uh, it's kind of gone really bad. Yeah. I got
2: really lucky to end up with these people.
0: So was it between Hannah and a bunch of people, or was it like, that's the one?
2: hundreds of submissions. I narrowed it down.
0: What did you know as soon as
2: you? As soon as she sent me um, a song, especially one song specifically, I knew right away that was the one. I
1: we get to hear what the song was
2: when she sent me her singing puppet strings i was like i want this girl
0: (laughs) and when did you first meet face to face um what january 13th wow that is amazing
2: (laughs) all
0: right let me ask you hannah how do you get into the headspace of this character because even like even when you were and let me make this up front i am not an actor i have (laughs) everybody disclaimer that's like tell me what i'm doing wrong don't (laughs) hold back um How did you get in this headspace, especially, like, I had to think of you, I went in the first day to think of you as a human, and then I had to readjust and think of you as a robot, and it's hard, it was hard for me as a third party to think of you that way. How are you thinking of you that way?
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I will say definitely having the costumes and uh, makeup and all that has been super helpful, because once I saw... Katie bring in the first costumes and what her real vision for this production was became, like, very clear the style of the show that we were supposed to be playing up to. So, you know, putting on that costume and putting on that makeup, you start to, like, feel more and more like you're living in this futuristic world. Um, So that's been super helpful. I know we did, like, some fun uh, movement-y exercises to, like, try to figure out how our character walks and, like, (laughs) thinking about and, and I've, I've had a lot of training over the years, so I have lots of different kind of tools to work from. Um, so thinking about things like, you know, the giving cer- the given circumstances of who this character is, where she's come from, and what she wants throughout the course of the show and how she changes from start to finish is something I like to keep in mind when going into it. But yeah, I mean, listening to things like the music, like the music can totally inform like what you're doing as a character and what world you're living in so it, it hasn't it's been a. it's definitely gotten better as <laughs> we've gone along i think
0: do you feel like from just day one <laughs> both of your visions for willow was it pretty much on the same page or was there a lot of adjustments
2: no i was very happy with her from day one of how she was portraying the, the role of willow and even like in the skype interview i felt like maybe it was like she did she didn't like she had like a wall up a little bit, but at the same time was like her emotions came across so well, and that was exactly what I wanted. Like that, that it's a hard thing to do. It's like play that I'm a robot, but I can also cry. Human, but yeah, a little, exactly, and a little disconnected. And she kind of had that, and, and maybe it was just like, and I was nervous skyping too, and like, and I don't know, that's probably the reason, but um, but it was perfect. It was perfect for Willow.
0: So tell us a little bit about your background. Do you just strictly do theater? Mm-hmm. Have you gone into other genres? Give us a little background here.
2: Yeah,
4: I started, um, I definitely was initially like all about musicals and musical theater. It was like the one thing I love to do. Um, and I like, I started from a very young age. So in middle school, I was at a musical theater program. In high school, I was in an acting program. And then in college, I went to a musical theater program, at which point I kind of decided I didn't want to do musicals so much anymore. <laughs> but then upon graduating and like not having to do that musical theater training all the time, I started, you know, I was applying to everything from straight plays to musicals to television and film. Um, and I did just do my first film a few months ago. So nice. after that, I... Can you share the, the
0: name with us, or you can't uh, it?
4: I can, yeah. It's called Nemosin, I believe it's pronounced. Um, it's named after, like, a Roman god. I think it was a working title, so we'll see if it sticks. But um, <laughs> that was really exciting because I got a big old paycheck from that, which I have not been getting from doing theater in New York. So I am hoping to start moving more towards that medium. But, yes, we shall see.
0: Is every theater... Experience every theater project different? Does this one stand out more than others? Kind of compare this experience of the Circle of Eyes with other theater experiences mm-hmm. you've had.
4: Well, I will say, uh, what's been really nice about this one is like how tight we've gotten as a cast. Um, we've been hanging out all the time and always making jokes, and we have a group text where we're always just like, <laughs> we call each other hot messes, and it's great. Um, whereas a lot of the other projects I've done, it hasn't been like that at all. Um, and it hasn't been very like, very collaborative so so this has been interesting because katie is really open to us you know giving our ideas and yeah, our is. perspective on things which is great because it ultimately makes us like do our best work because we're all putting out our ideas and she's taking the one she likes and saying
1: Hell no to the one she doesn't like. <laughs> uh, I <don't>, doesn't, <laughs> yes, I I don't I don't know that Katie would ever say hell no to anything.
2: That's fair, that's fair. Said, She's hell a no nice, to my idea yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you're right, I've definitely noticed that. It's it's been really nice to it, it almost feels like this is a group project now. Like it's yeah. it's Katie's vision, but you've really allowed each of us to put our own little pinches in where we think they fit. And it's just really, as as a person who read it first, didn't quite see it, and then saw it, it, it's just, the transformation is spectacular. And while
0: you're speaking, Dee, why don't you tell everybody
1: what your part is? Oh, Lord. I am a <laughs> robot technician. Um, this is not my first acting gig, nor is it my first musical. Um, of course, I grew up doing all the things in middle school, high school, etc., Um, not the field I'm in now because we live in East Tennessee and everybody knows that nothing's there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's definitely nice to get back to being in the wings and watching everybody and being ready. I, I, I did a lot of acting slash stage help. So it was one of those things of I'd be in costume and I'd know where I was going to go, but you're like grabbing things and throwing things at people and catching things and no, 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 unzip, hurry, hurry, hurry. You know, all of that stuff to me has always been the exciting part. And then being on the stage for me is a lot easier because as as a singer, um, I I get so nervous that sometimes I feel like I'm going to drop a microphone. But when I'm on stage as someone else, it's not me. So it's just so much easier to do what is asked of me. Um, but yeah, I'm a robot tech, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Right on. All right, let's meet my stage wife, who, much like my real wife, has really helped me not make a fool of myself. <laughs> Ginger, introduce yourself.
5: Uh, hi guys, I'm Ginger Collins. Uh, this is my first podcast, so I don't know who to look at. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I live in Hollywood, California. My, my day job is a hair and makeup artist for commercials and films and Theater now, and I am playing the role of the glamorous but mean mother.
0: (laughs) And I gotta talk you up here for a second.
5: First day I
0: come in, I'm working with Ginger. I'm kind of bumbling along, and I'm like, oh, man, everybody on the set such a professional. The girl that's playing my wife is like, she's on her A game. And I think it was April was like, well, this is her first role. And then all of a sudden, like, just sucked all the ego <laughs> out of me. I was like, oh, it's her first role? But this is me? Oh, no. And I have been deferring to your wisdom throughout, and I think that you have helped me at least take it up a level. Oh,
5: good. I'm so glad. Well, I think you're doing great. <clears throat> I think every time we do a rehearsal, it's just another step up and up and up. Um, but I think it's helped me a lot being on set, uh, on movies, commercials, shows. Uh, having most of my friends in LA, the actors—they're all dynamic, and they—I hear them rehearse, I hear them practice, so I pick up little bits and pieces.
2: She's also an amazing opera singer. So,
0: oh wow! Um, takes too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, on the heels of this experience now do you want to go seek out more acting roles or was this just a one shot?
5: Absolutely. I think this has been a really, I was so honored when Katie asked me to do this, that I, I'm a dance performer a little bit in LA as well. Um, so singing and a little dancing creates opportunities to perform a little bit, but I've wanted to test out life in front of, in front of the circle of eyes. <laughs> it. right. It's on. always
1: very, very warm because the lights are always hot. Yeah. But it is sweet to be there.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to April. Another person who embarrassed me. No acting experience. No theater experience. Comes out as the, I guess, reality show host. Competition show host. And just blows it away. And once again, I'm like, oh. um, Tell everybody the multiple roles you have. And introduce yourself. And...
6: You can say something about the rabbit hole, too, if you want to
0: Please give a shout out.
6: Sure, thanks. Uh, my name is April Gomez uh, from Baltimore. Um, my um, I'm playing the doctor, um, the game, or I guess not game show, but the TV show host, and uh, Tech 2. Um, and, yes, this is my, my first uh, acting job. Um, I, I don't know if I'm doing okay. I guess I am. I'm used to being in front of a crowd because uh, my background is actually entertaining, so I... I do still walking, fire dancing, balloon twisting, um, just basically entertaining guests anyway. So it comes a little bit naturally to me. But uh, anyway, I've enjoyed it so much um, so far, getting to know Mm -hmm. you guys. And uh, I I don't know. It's been a cool experience so far. And I can't wait to go on the stage. And your next project that you're
1: working on is?
6: Next project. um, Just to give you, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Meow Wolf. Um, we are actually looking to build an immersive experience in Baltimore. Um, it's called Charm City Rabbit Hole. Um, we're hoping to start off with a pop-up and then um, build on to a more permanent space there. Um, it's a lot of work. Uh, we have a good handful of artists right now and um, hoping to at least have something up uh, maybe mid-summer, uh, early fall. So um, cross our fingers. And I've seen some here. of the designs and they look
1: absolutely out of this world, like you're really going to be tra- taking people to an entirely that's for different sure. universe. If you're seeing their basement, that's just a <laughs>
0: precursor to the madness that's been alive in this mm-hmm. immersive art
1: experience. Grown up size ball pit, that's all I can say. Mm-hmm.
0: So, let me pick your brain here. So, Katie's still looking for actors. I was like, I know somebody who would be perfect and is fairly local. I call you, I ask you if you want to reach out to Katie and if you want to audition, you get the multiple parts, has this experience been, in reality, what you imagine it to be?
6: Uh, to be honest, I had no idea what I was walking into. I had no thoughts, really. Um, as far as what I imagined, I mean, it's been maybe even better than what I imagined, because it's just such a great team, and uh, so I'm, I'm excited to be here. And...
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's move on to... The other star of the and show.
7: Exactly. Hi, I'm Nick Presiosi, um, and
0: yes. I heard of you before you showed up to rehearsal because everybody was bragging how magnificent you've been oh. before. They're like, "You've got to check out Echo. Oh my God! Daughter. Oh gosh! <laughs>
7: thanks. Um, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I really appreciate it. No, I um, I just moved to New York about four months ago. So I'm pretty new here. This is actually my New York debut, which is a really, really exciting. Um, so I'm super honored and super excited. Um, similar story to Hannah, I got involved with the show through backstage, and actually I applied for the show, and at, I applied actually fairly late, and the role had actually gone to somebody else.
2: Oh yeah, huh. somebody else first. <laughs>
7: And I had not, I had not uh, booked, but I, I applied pretty late. Yeah. it was it was super funny because I, I was on my way. I do pianos. Um, I, I do a couple gigs at Bar Nine. I sometimes do at Howl at the Moon. Um, uh, that I, I go back and forth to Boston sometimes. And I was actually going back to cover a gig that Saturday in Boston, and I had missed an email from Katie being like, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna come audition for this? Can you wanna Skype? And I got it Monday morning and i was like oh my gosh it's totally gone <laughs> and so i like she sent her her phone number to me like i texted her i emailed her like like every 3 hours being like hey i'm still really interested is this gone yet mm-hmm. and she's like absolutely let's let's interview let's do this mm-hmm. i sent her a video i learned the song overnight sent her a video and uh, we interviewed the next day and all of a sudden and she she goes oh you'll know by next week and i said okay great within 3 hours yeah. it was like hey the part's yours and i was like oh cool great so the You're waiting in. Tom petty was right right the waiting is the hardest part the waiting is awful it's something I will never get used to it's something that like because you go in for it and like essentially like I guess that was kind of like a callback was the interview and you just kind of like uh, someone a director once like told me like once you have the callback it's kind of like in the universe's hands now and you mm-hmm. kind of are like all right I did my best here we are let's yep. hope and I was like okay by next Wednesday and I was just uh, I was at my partner's uh, apartment And, like, within three hours, it was like, hey, here's the part. I'm sending you the contract. And I was like, yes! And so, like, I was, I freaked out, and it was amazing. So, I'm super, super stoked.
0: So, tell us about getting into the headspace of this character. Has it changed much from day one, or did you have, to tell us about that transition. Oh, my
7: God, it's changed so much, (laughs) I think. I think, like, well, first off, like, I had to brush up my British accent, (laughs) because he's a British robot, which is very interesting. And, um... (laughs) And like so I had,
4: you can make Siri
7: have an accent. Literally, the yeah. like, most smug of all robots. The most smug <laughs> of all robots. And like it started off like very because I'm I'm a pretty expressive actor and I can confidently say that. But I realized like as we were going through the process, like the beauty of of Echo's character is that he, uh, not without giving away too much, like he begins to, kind of become a deviant robot and he begins to feel in a way. And how do you portray feeling? from no feeling at all. And kind of like trying to find that crescendo was something I definitely had worked on from the beginning to now. And I think he's so much, and like to the point where like, Hannah was talking about a character activity that we did that really got me into my body because I felt like I really wasn't connected. And he's so stiff and he's so heavy and he's so, and I I even like ordered like, part of my costume pieces is like, almost like a a, a male corset, like a waist trainer Mm -hmm. that stiffened my torso. So I can really feel what it feels like to be stiff and to be just robotic almost. And for me, that's feeling that really in my body and feeling what it felt like to start the show so rigid and slowly loosen helped me a lot to figure out what this character was.
0: Well, you made a good point a few moments ago, and I kind of want to address this. In your mind during the play, when does Echo develop what would be considered affection? For Willow, where where do you think that transition happens? When oh. you
7: make her the hat, or I think it's. I mean, we'll, we'll see it in the show. I guess it's going to up for to our audience uh, interpretations. I don't yeah. want to give away right. too much, right? Yeah. But um, I will say, uh, music is therapy. Yes,
1: oh, Thank beautiful. You. Yeah, yeah. I right. I would Aww. agree with that. I can definitely, and it's it's very it's very obvious but not in an overly dramatic way like it's still it makes sense and you can see each part you're like oh look there oh look there oh oh he f-. you know it just i can't and i that's don't a sentiment to you're gonna value. cry i'm sorry you're uh-huh. gonna cry i cry every single oh, time yeah. and I, I also want to add like i'm i really
2: wish i could have auditioned willow and echo together because it was so important to me that i i had good chemistry between the two of those that's was really important to the story um and there was no way of me knowing that because i had to do skype editions and it turned out like they have the best
1: yeah it's really (laughs) it is (laughs) it is i was like whoa yeah
2: (laughs) 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 Really?
0: I'm Hi, <laughs> <laughs> finally. Let's go to a man who has done a magnificent job set in an ominous tone for the whole piece. Introduce yourself, kind yeah.
8: sir. Hi, I'm uh, Patrick Brancado and I am uh, a native New Yorker and um, I play the tall, dark, handsome, and mysterious <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Black. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm basically the guardian or the spirit to the lead Willow and I've from what I gather, I've known her since a young age, and I've been watching over her since. So you see me throughout the whole show is just a spirit guardian to her.
0: And do you feel like your character is trying to keep a distance or a wall between you two, or do you feel like you're heavily invested? So I thought about this actually yesterday,
8: um, and I think I care. It's just a, a, a caring presence of, like, I just want the best for you. And you might think I'm keeping you from things or I'm bad, but everything I'm doing is, is for you, to protect you. you know? And see, my
0: interpretation it was there was, like, these kind of cosmic rules sure. from keeping sure. you from crossing any Well, sure, of... I don't
8: think I can, like, physically touch her or anything. But, like, yeah, there is those rules where mm-hmm. I'm there. She knows I'm here. You know, that's the, like, the gist of it. And right. really,
1: the relationship between your two characters, I mean, we see it change and evolve a little bit. But it's really, it's very beautiful and kind of sentimental and kind of, it really does have that kind of guardian angel feel yeah. to it. So it's really, really nice to see you two interact on stage and sometime, I mean, just like with a parent or with someone else you love that watches out for you, there's a little bit of friction there sometimes mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of, you know, heads butting, but at the end of the day you both know where you stand with each other. And I think that's really, really nice. Yeah. The, seriously, the chemistry between the three leads in this is just magnificent and balanced. And it, it just, it, this entire piece, it really does, every single time I see it, it moves. So just absolutely moves me. And I cannot wait to see the audience's reactions to this. Me too. I mean, and we were kind of joking yesterday that we should sell bootleg boxes of tissues, but really, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna carry extra napkins with me. I'll have tissues or something backstage. It'll be a little bit yes, so, please.
2: Originally, there was a song that was off in the script that I had to cut for timing. It was too long. The song, but it was called Price, and it's the idea that like when you yes, he is like a guardian angel to Willow, and I don't know if I think I believe in. A, idea of a guardian angel um personally but i feel like sometimes when you pray and ask the universe for something a lot of times you get it but it's not in the way that you Mm -hmm. were expecting um so i think that in this case she prayed for her sight she prayed for love she prayed for music um she prayed to feel a family and to feel connection and she got that there's a, the price to pay with now she's a machine she's a robot mm-hmm. but she still got everything she wished and so that's what i wanted to convey with the whole benjamin character um and mission accomplished okay good yeah, yeah. 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 for sure yeah. all right
0: let's finish yeah. up with this this won't be airing until after the play is complete <laughs> so i think this will be interesting to go back and listen to it we'll start with hannah how do you feel going into the play tomorrow night and what do you foresee as far as crowd reaction, how everything goes? Like, just kind of give us, you know, just the the bridge version of how you're feeling about going
9: into this.
4: Yeah. I'm really excited. I did another show in Winterfest early uh, last month. So I kind of know what to expect in terms of like what the whole production is going to be like. Um, but you know, I think from, from, compared to the other shows I've seen in this canon and a lot of the shows I've seen in uh, smaller-scale New York theater, um, definitely in terms of concept and creativity and the whole visual aspect of this show is so stunning and unexpected and not like other things you may have seen in this city. um, It's very creepy and very spooky. (laughs) Um, So I think you know at the very very least people are going to be incredibly like entertained and off put and like feeling Surprise. all yeah surprised yeah. feeling <laughs> all sorts of ways like when that first when the first set comes on and all the characters come on they're in these wacky costumes <laughs> and yeah i i hope they'll be moved i hope we have a big enough audience <laughs> so that we get fingers some cross. yeah fingers crossed yeah. but i you know everybody loves disney and fairy tales um you can pretend that you're too old for it but you're not so (laughs) yes like i don't know every time i watch any disney movie i sob so i should hope that like this what may seem a children's fairy tale will move people of all ages
0: nice and do you want to let anybody know where they can find you on social media if you are into such things
4: find me on instagram at at hannah karn that is c-a-r-n-e 33 all
0: right let's move over to (laughs) simon everybody what you have how you feel
3: going into this well going into has been a very long process (laughs) so you know it started with um an experience and that experience turned into a story uh, and a vision and which evolved over a long period of time Um, and it's so now that we're at these final stages which is over many years it's actually Quite exciting just to see how much it's grown, you know, because we had a simple vision and we didn't even know how we were going to do this.
2: I mean, like seven years ago, he said to me, "Maybe I should record what you, one of your songs, just one yeah. song for you, nothing big, just you know, you have it." It
3: just started with recording some songs, and I was like, "Okay." And the experience <laughs> that we were having at the time grew into a story which and then i kept writing more script, and more you know? and more and i never yeah. wanted
2: it to stop and then i had all these songs and i'm like i'm gonna write a story around this and i'm like i, want I forced you to write this story <laughs>
3: yeah, <he forced> me. <laughs> i said write 10 pages tonight i
2: get very <laughs> distracted thank
3: you <laughs> just saying you. yeah because she always wanted to write my play and but she was kind of procrastinated and but yeah. everybody always needs someone to light a fire. Right? Exactly. Yeah, right. That's so right. That was why I'm kind of like, Do you call it a muse, I guess. He's the
9: wind beneath me. Yeah, way. yeah. So oh. I'm always oh. pushing her to do more and more. And more
0: Should clean. we stop and dub in? Yeah.
9: There's beneath my wings. There you go. You
3: know, it's just, I'm really excited with how this whole thing has turned out. Much bigger than I had expected. I mean, just to walk into this room and see this huge cast and crew. You know, It's got to be a lot to process. Oh, it's a huge amount to process. You know, and just hearing the music um, in that room with all the actors, you know, performing to that music and reading the lines and everything, because we've had so much into it, and, you know. it's been So anyway, it's, it's, it's been very exciting. And just to see what she's done just in the, recently with the projections, you know, and just, just everything, you know, the, the lights and getting microphones and just making it bigger and bigger. It's taught me how to
2: become very organized. Yeah, I
3: bet. And she's so. been outstanding, outstanding, <laughs> yeah. you know, putting this whole thing together. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited. And just the talent is yeah, for astounding, sure. you know, way beyond my expectations. So.
0: I, I didn't even have expectations, but I've been floored from the moment I stepped in. Yeah. I like I almost had like a mini panic attack the first oh, day. No. And, I, and I did like the jack of loss. I was like, I'm going to let it rush over me for 30 seconds. <laughs> and then I, I'm out, I'm like, I don't know it anymore. And, <laughs> no. All right,
3: tell everybody where we can find you on social media. Um, I'm not really a big, huge social media guy.
0: Just um, walk down the street
2: and yeah, we we just just He has a yeah. flip phone. Yeah, i got. Yeah, I got a flip phone. I, I had
0: one until like two years ago, and she made me get a smartphone.
1: <laughs> it broke. I tried to replace yeah. it with the same model, and it just wouldn't work. And I said, "I'm sorry, you uh, have <laughs> to get a smartphone." Yeah, and I mean, now yeah. I'm like, okay, you have to get a new smartphone. This thing's like a brick. Here's what.
2: Yes.
7: Movies. This is not about this okay. is about movies. You can
2: find him under Jet Black Kiss. He's actually an incredible songwriter. Uh, oh
7: my
3: yeah. God. Anyway, yeah. So you can find me on Facebook. Uh, what was my Facebook? Jet Black Kiss. Jet Black <laughs> Kiss. Oh, You're so bad
0: at this. <laughs> Alrighty, Nick. Going into tomorrow night. Going into tomorrow. I'm Give so... us an Oprah moment. Give us the sound bite for this episode,
7: no pressure. Oh gosh. I think people are going to be charmed. I think they're going to be charmed. I think going into it, it has such a creepy Tim Burton Nightmare for Christmas Coraline presence. And that's Mm -hmm. something that like, I was actually surprised about because I first read the script and I was like, I fell in love with it. And then I saw the costume designs and I was like, whoa, this is totally different than I thought. (laughs) Okay, great. And then I'm, we went into it, and then I'm like, okay, it's going to be creepy, creepy, creepy. And then there's this beautiful, heartfelt story, and you see these characters grow. And I think that's something that's such a beautiful thing to see on stage. So for me, I'm so excited for the audience to fall in love with these characters and to feel charmed. Because it, there's it's it's such... I, I always say that about this, this show. It's so charming, and it's so heartfelt, and it's incredibly sweet, and mm. it's just... I think people are not going to expect how sweet of a story that they're going to tell them. I think it's also going to question their judgment. I think it's going to question what, how we perceive things. And also, I think it also tells a great story about music versus science and math.
0: And that's the power of
7: art, right? Yeah. It's the power of art. Yeah. Challenging
0: people. All right, where can we find you on social media? You
7: can find me on social media at... For Instagram, at Nick Preziosi, that's N-I-C-K-P-R-E-Z-I-O-S-I. Um, that's Instagram. And then SoundCloud, I think, is The Prez Official, at The Prez Official. Um, and I think Facebook is also at The Prez Official.
0: Nice. April Gomez. I'll do like you do. April Gomez, welcome
6: to the podcast. <laughs> Come so on down great. and tell so excited us. excited
0: to be here, guys. <laughs> so, how are you feeling going into tomorrow? Uh, and, and you have... 1276 things going on back in Baltimore and a child who is missing you and trying to just coordinate everything for the rabbit hole while you're here how are you separating everything because i would be picking flowers off the wallpaper <laughs> well
6: i'm i'm used to doing a lot of things so i don't i don't mind all of that it is a little stressful but um, this kind of takes me away from all of the business stuff that I'm having to deal with. You just stopping in all your employees. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. So hopefully they won't be listening to me. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm excited to be here, and my uh, employees are doing a great job at home. So they're taking care of things for me, and um, I don't know. I just want to step on the stage and, and uh, feel the presence of the audience and you guys and put on a costume and just, I don't know, just be a part of it all. You know, I'm excited.
0: Nice. And where do we find you on the interwebs?
6: Um, You can look up my uh, event page, which is April's Twisted Entertainment, which mm-hmm. is on Facebook. Um, and also you can check out charmcityrabbithole.com uh, <clears throat> for my rest of art. She has what? the
2: coolest headshot in the whole program. She does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once again,
6: <laughs> put me to shame. Yeah.
0: I'm just like sitting there drinking a cup of coffee like
5: wah-wah.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, Ginger, let it rip.
5: I'm super stoked for tomorrow. I'm so honored to have joined the cast kind of the last week to come in and <clears throat> get get into the flow. So I'm excited. I think the audience is going to really love it. I don't know if they'll know what to expect because the storyline is so unique. It's so original in the best way. Uh, so yeah, I think they're going to just love it.
0: Now you seem, from me just meeting you a couple of days ago, to have nerves of steel. I don't. No, well,
5: i'm not an She's actress. A good actor i play one on tv <laughs> right. there you go
0: right on and where do we find you on the internet
5: uh, my performer page is uh, on instagram is kiss ginger collins and mm. even the cast doesn't know this my makeup page is kelly thorpe makeup so i have two personas nice I have the Ooh. on-screen persona and the off-screen persona
0: <laughs> and which one um do you think you did the best at
5: Spidey
1: not. or the person
0: under <laughs> like superhero
5: mask? I feel like my split personalities are pretty well balanced because I'm a Libra. So, <laughs> Oh, you
1: know, yeah. Balance, enough said. <laughs> if you have split
0: personalities, you need to have a balance. <laughs>
5: right, exactly. Alter egos, who knows which one is the alter one. But
2: just, yeah, Hannah and I have the exact
0: same birthday. So it's true. It's cool. Really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> then, um... We were doing that Rube Goldberg thing the other day. Don't you have the same
1: birthday as Rube Goldberg? I do have the same birthday as Rube fourth Goldberg. 4th of July. 4th oh. oh, and the
5: country. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. I yeah. mean, uh, we're, we're just,
1: I guess there's that.
0: To be fair, has a country ever knocked a boot down with a bowling ball into a bucket that poured out confetti?
1: And and really, I
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure well, I'm younger California. and prettier. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. again, Ginger.
0: Alrighty, Patrick. Feelings, thoughts, emotions. Give it to us.
8: So you can find me uh, on Instagram at PFBRAN. Um, Twitter is just Patrick Brancado. Spotify is going to be Pat Michael. So that's kind of like a, an alter ego. Um, country music. My country music. Uh, I'm definitely ready for it. Um, I'm ready for the audience to experience it. Um, the other day at rehearsal, I finally like saw all the pieces. I mean, before you guys came. And I turned to Kate and was like, not to be biased, but like, this is a really good show. Yeah. You know, and it's hard to say that as a cast member, because everyone's like, are you going about to say that. And it's like, no, this is a really good show. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you
0: think the cast of Leprechaun 4 was like, this is a really movie. <laughs> is I'm, good right. movie. You know, I mean, if they
8: wanted that, that paycheck, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. You
0: know? <laughs> But deep down inside, or the Cats yeah. and Leprechaun for like, this is a piece of art <laughs> <laughs> that will stand with the ages. I, yeah. I, I always wonder why I see really horrible movies.
8: The people yeah, making sure. them know they're horrible. No, right. I think, well, I think at the time they're like, oh, it's a great movie. And then, like, ten years later, like, I don't even, I'm not even in that movie, technically. That, yeah. that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Scratching yeah. her name yeah. off the TV. Yeah, DVD yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the audience's reaction. I mean, from what I've gotten from people I've told the story to, they're all like, wow, that seems really interesting. Even just showing them the flyer, they're like, that looks really cool. You know, and that's just a flyer with like a very uh, graphic, cool. That brings
0: up a good point. How much promotion did you guys do around? Did you actually pound the pavement and hand flyers out?
2: Uh, like we tried. We went out, um, as a group and That'd I we got a little... We had too much <laughs> juice because I told the kids in the flight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed that one. And place. we lost the, some of the flyers. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we lost some course. of the flyers. Okay. <laughs> I have them right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Quick, quick, Nick's time. walking
0: behind and everyone taking yeah. them
4: off. Oh, so <laughs>
0: irresponsible. <cellar laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> we tried. Oh, we did. We tried. <laughs> um, the artwork was done by Roman Dirk. Um, he's incredible. Oh. an incredible illustrator, artist who works for some and, personal
9: like
0: and if you want to see that art you can go to the musical osmosis Facebook page it is my cover photo for that page for a while
2: mm-hmm.
0: let's finish up with Katie the feeling going oh, in yeah. are you just a mess of nerves right now is it more excitement mm-hmm. and is there any chance that this experience won't live up to your expectations Um,
2: I'm more I think I'm more excited than I am nervous right now I expect it to be a lot more a mess of nerves than I am, but I had planned ahead so for so many months, so I'm really prepared. Is everything the show a yeah. lot
0: tighter than you thought it would be going into opening It's
2: beyond my wildest dreams. It's more magical than I ever even anticipated, and my my cast members Hannah and Nick and Patrick and everybody else they're so phenomenal. I never even expected it to be this, them to be that amazing. So. I owe this all to them, really, um, for bringing it to life the way they have.
1: Um, Spoken like a true director.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it really is true, though. Um, (laughs) But I do hope this is just the beginning. um, And I do hope that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and grows and keeps growing and because you have a long-term
0: and... vision for a circle of eyes, right? I this do. isn't just yeah. a one-off and then it's back home to do something Honestly, else. Honestly,
2: I'm going to be so sad after closing. I'm going to miss this guys so much. I'm, I don't even want to think about that. Um, but
0: you all can but... group hug on Facebook. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Slow> <laughs> <motion>. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep Hashtag our circle of hug. hot chat, so <laughs> Yeah. chats. Um, so I do want to make it into an animation film for children one day. Like, that's my goal. So whoever's listening... Yeah, Let's know. make that happen. Let's make that happen. <laughs>
0: Before we get your social media, yeah. I would be kicking myself if I didn't bring okay. up the Phantom of the Dollhouse. That oh, just came you? out what yeah. three weeks
2: ago? February six. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. tell us all about the release and how long this has been coming. Is what's so much stuffs coming together? It's for you right now so exciting!
2: It's my first album that I released um, with songs that i've written and so half of the songs on the album are in the play the circle of eyes and the other half are other songs that i wrote over the years
0: how did the circle of eyes play come first and then you took songs from that to put on the album or did the album come first and then it kind of morphed
3: into the play
2: Um, or has it just been hand in hand over all these years it's like overlapping a lot I, i just kept writing and writing and writing yeah, we just kept writing
3: and recording and
9: writing and, and then recording I over many years.
2: and then I wrote the script and then I picked the songs and I'm like this goes there, this goes there. And so a lot of the songs didn't really make it in the script, but I loved the songs and I'm like I wanna put them on an album. Um and originally I called the play Phantom of the Dollhouse, but I thought I didn't want it to sound too similar to Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <And some laughs>
1: of <that actually. laughs>
0: you know what um who wrote that lloyd bridget what's, what's andrew, his name? Lloyd andrew lloyd, <laughs> oh, andrew lloyd i'm sorry
1: he's not from our world it's so
0: andrew uh, lloyd right yeah. like, you don't want him like smiling his family <laughs> filing a
9: lawsuit or something no i don't want
0: him to sue me <laughs> yeah all right tell everybody where we can find you on social media
2: it's uh, katie k-a-t-y mikel m-i-k-e-l-l-e um, on Facebook and Spotify and Instagram, Instagram. and, and
3: KatieMikel.music.
0: Katie
2: music for Facebook and Instagram is Katie underscore Mikel.
0: Right on. All right, guys, let's get a big, big goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs> like sounds
9: of angry bees, they must have stung or hurt ter- So lost without the crowd to set her free, set me free. That old ghost child, was that a fake smile? Didn't understand a world without a stage. So take your place and go. the circle of eyes, it's no surprise. the circle of eyes, it's no surprise.